welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm your host and the mentor to creatives, Kate Adamo. I created this podcast to share about the challenges in my life that led me to running a proactive and sustainable business on my terms. I've always been guided by my intuition and what feels right, and I've never done what they say you should do. I've always done it my way and with authenticity. We'll talk life, health, boundaries, business, brand, finances, worth, and everything in between. Because when we get clear on the foundations and value ourselves, we create not only a sustainable business, but a life that flows. And I want that for you. Thank you for being here. It means the world to me. Hello and welcome to episode nine. So as we all know, this past 18 months has been nothing like what we've ever experienced. It's pushed us to our edges, shown us who we really are, what we don't need, kept us separated yet brought us closer together in some ways and so much more. While it's been and continues to be an incredibly challenging period of our lives, I also see it as a time to really reflect on our lives and businesses and what's working for us and what's not. And I always reflect on my business in July and January and reset and refine things as well as little monthly check-ins. This year, I decided to take it a little further and really dive into refining my life. I do it often, but I wanted to do it to a deeper level this year, as I mentioned in episode five. And I will do a follow-up episode to it in the coming months and share my findings on my life edit. I'm right in the thick of it now, but things are really getting lighter and easier. During this period of time, I've also recognized that while there are a lot of things that I can control, there are a lot of things that are completely out of our control. That's why I've chosen to surrender. And that's my word for the remainder of 2021. It's no secret that I'm passionate about having your life and business in flow. I feel like I've really started to get it to a good place. And then the pandemic turned it on its head, along with being locked in our house for months, then an interstate move back home, and then not living in our own home for nine months. And I know that there were some things in that period of time that I pushed hard against, resisted, and ultimately worn myself out. I've since made the decision that the only way to get through this period is to surrender and focus on what I can control. And so far, it seems to be helping. I've surrendered to the, you know, some, some of the little things, to the fact that trips to Byron may not happen this year, because every time we try and go, the border shuts. It's a really special place to me in some way that we try to go a few times a year for the last seven or eight years to pause and reconnect to ourselves and one another. I've let go of the thought of having any in-person events this year. I had hoped to host a second retreat in October this year, but a few months ago, I decided to let it go and focus on one for the new year when things have hopefully settled. I've surrendered to the fact that some family and friends can't visit this year and I have no idea when they'll be able to. And that just means being better with texts and calls and Zooms. And while I know that some things are far from real world problems, there's still some things that are important to me that have been taken away for now. And I know that there'll be so many things that all of you have missed out on and so many things that your children have missed out on this past year or so. And it breaks my heart. One thing that I am struggling to surrender to, though, is my husband's income constantly being taken out by the lockdown and border closures. I know so many of you are going through that, too. The energy it takes to reschedule and the stress it causes is a lot in our bodies. And I'm so grateful that we've been running a really thorough fortnightly budget for some years as it allows us so much clarity on what's coming and what we might need to forego or change depending on the lockdowns. And if you haven't done one yet, I highly recommend opening my page on Excel and mapping it out to support you. So much as it's supportive to surrender, I also feel like it's important to be in control of things. And while I'm not currently in lockdown, I went through it for six months last year. So I understand just how monotonous and frustrating it can be and the need to feel like you can plan some things. 
So what can we control? And I know this will be different depending on where in the country or world you are listening to this from and the level of lockdown that you're in. I'm simply sharing in the hope that it helps or inspires you to tackle a few things in your life and business. So for ourselves, starting here, there's a few things that I would suggest that I've done in the past or that might be beneficial to you. Firstly, it's avoiding the news. It's just not good for our nervous system and it becomes very repetitive. The second is moving your body, which I know is, you know, is is sort of something pretty common and we see it on social media, but going for those regular walks, doing an online yoga class, maybe even a workout. And the 28 by Sam Wood membership has everything from workouts to yoga, to meditation, to healthy meals for the family. Um, I've been a part of it for the last year or so, nowhere near as consistent as I should be, but I do sort of drop in and out of it. And there's some great meal ideas in there. And I know that the biggest challenge with this is motivation and I totally get it, but it's literally just one step at a time and not trying to implement it all at once. Just go easy on yourself. It's also a great time to plan what we want for our life and create a Pinterest or vision boards. That's something that I absolutely love doing and having a vision of where we want things to go. I think it's, you know, hope something that we, we just can't let go of at this point in time. Mapping out your finances and doing some life admin, maybe even renegotiating some insurances and having a look at all your subscriptions and tidying things up. I know that I've got two monthly iCloud payments that have magically appeared uh, and that's on my hit list. So just plug the holes in the bucket, not letting money slip through your fingers. If it's harder to come in at the moment, let's not let it be running out the door unnecessarily. So that's some things that you can do, I guess, for you and um, you know, for life admin. Now at home, one thing that I enjoyed about lockdown Okay, one thing that I enjoyed, that was, that was probably about the only thing um, that I enjoyed was the time to edit and refine every room of the house. Get rid of the things that don't work, move the house around, make the rooms as purposeful as possible and do a huge declutter. And I'm sure by now, a lot of you would already have done this depending how long or how many lockdowns you've been through, but maybe a little refresh can't hurt. Or even going through your wardrobe and doing some try-ons might be fun. Challenge yourself to mix up some of the pieces and wear them a little differently to how you normally would. Think of it as putting together a capsule wardrobe for you for when you get back out there to meet with clients. Maybe even start researching and purchasing a few items uh, when you can fill the gaps to create some feel-good outfits. And is it time to do a little underwear upgrade? Old underwear is not in energetic alignment with an abundant life and doesn't make you feel good while you're pulling it on. So maybe a few pairs might be time for the bin and it might be time for a refresh. Just a thought. And are you eating well and planning your food out? Now, I know I mentioned that with Sam Wood. There's some great recipes in there or getting your food delivered online and just really making a good plan for that to be simpler and easier. And what else can you do? Like, is there other things that you've always wanted to do? Is it something to do with learning an instrument or painting or baking something? I don't know. And I'm sure that a lot of you have had enough practice now in lockdown and you've made your fair share of banana bread or or sourdough bread, but just challenge you to just think a little bit further. And is there something that you'd really love to do while you've got this time just to support you? So that's a few ideas for you and for the home. Now it's time for the business and think of it as a huge refresh and reset. The same as clearing the clutter in your house. Let's do it for your business and let's start small and look at the little things that may frustrate you. And I'd say, let's start with your inbox. Is it a bit of a mess? Maybe it's time to create folders and move emails that need to be kept in easy to find folders, delete the clutter and only keep it you're currently working on your inbox. I know the clients that I've suggested uh, to do this say that they feel so much clearer and their inbox no longer feels overwhelming. It's something I've been doing for a very long time and it just feels so much nicer to open it and only see what you're working on rather than that whole stream of emails, which feels like a lot. The same goes for your Dropbox or your Google Drive. Maybe it's time to resort, delete, add more folders and tidy up everything to make sure that there's nothing on your desktop and it's all cloud-based so that it's all safe. 
Tax time as well right now. Have you done your tax? Is it up to date? Are you a year behind? Now's the time to get this taken care of and make a plan just for your tax and BAS for the next year, gauged off what your accountant says um, when you get your tax done now. How much do you think you need to put aside each month? And I know that will change depending on, you know, lockdowns and how much you're able to work and all those sorts of things. But one thing I've seen, you know, in the first few years I started mentoring was people on payment plans for BAS not having great advice in the early days and just getting a little bit behind. So if that's something that you can just take a little bit of time to work on now, that'd probably be really supportive. And have you mapped out the last few months of the year with what you realistically want to achieve in your business? Maybe you want to start a newsletter. Maybe you want to upgrade your client gifts. You know, maybe you want to change something with your client onboarding. Now's the time to map out those things, knowing that we only have four working months left of the year. I would start by maybe in Asana or Trello or just a big sketch pad, whatever you prefer to do, and just start mapping out each month of the year and what are all the things that you want to achieve between now and Christmas that would lighten the load to make 2020 feel a lot freer and easier. And have you scheduled to the best of your ability with lockdowns? I know it's hard at the moment. How many clients you can take on between now and the end of the year, especially if you're in, say, an interior design business or maybe, you know, web or graphic design. How many more clients can you take on before you are booked out just to get some clarity on where you're going and um, yeah, to start planning and I guess locking people in for the new year if, if that's where you're at. Maybe it's time for you to have a relook at your brand and are you feeling a little bit out of touch with it and you feel like you'd like to spend some time getting into realignment and really thinking about where you want your business to go uh, over the next few years. Maybe you're a couple of years in, got a friend to do a logo for you and you don't feel like it's a brand. Now's a really good time to start delving into that because it can be a three to six month journey from when you start thinking about it, actually engage someone they can start, then the branding, photo shoot, copywriting and website process actually happens. So if you're wanting to launch a brand in the new year, it's time to start now. Not to say that something can't be done by the end of the year, but it is getting harder now with people booking up. And maybe it's time to also have a look at your services and your client journey. Refresh that one. And if you need help with that and you're not sure where to start, because please reach out. I would love to help. So that's a little bit that you can do around the house and the business and for yourself. So myself personally, this month I've uh, decided to dedicate to properly onboarding my new assistant, Jess, catching up on a lot of things, tidying up on a lot of loose ends because I just had a lot going on for a few months prior to Jess coming into the business a couple of weeks ago. So it's all about creating space to be able to move forward in September and work on some new things. And we're getting really close to that now, which is really exciting. At home, I'm putting better boundaries in around the time I spend at the desk. And we finally got a cleaner again, which is really exciting. And I'm doing what I can to create great routines to be able to spend more time doing the things I love. Adrian and I are going for walks a few afternoons a week. And we have a plan to finish unpacking from the move by the end of the month and have sold and donated all of the items that we no longer need. We set up most of the house pretty quickly and have been picking through the last 10 boxes, but we've been very mindful to not bring things into the house that we don't need or use. And we're being ruthless this time and living a lot leaner and it feels really good. The old property stylist in me would have had that unpacked six weeks ago, but the new me is just going, no, go slow, do it well and set everything up properly in storage and be labeled. And it's, yeah, it's a game changer. And in September, we've decided to focus on eating a lot better and for me, moving my body a lot more. And if you follow Adrian on Instagram, you know he doesn't need to do that. He's always out running somewhere. And I used to be a very clean eater and I've really fallen off the tracks without the last 18 months. And I've decided enough is enough and I really need to prioritize it to support the work my naturopath and I are doing. 
And Adrian and I are also planning on doing monthly catch-ups in our business to bounce things off each other and plan time to do an online course together that we recently purchased. There's no race to make all these things happen and it may take longer than planned, but we've chosen to prioritize a few things each month that we can improve and not feel like we have to tackle everything at once because when you do that, that's when you don't start and it all feels too heavy. So hopefully the world will be out of this mess soon and we can return to somewhat normal life. And it's just heartbreaking knowing what so many of you are going through, especially those of you trying to balance homeschooling with running a business. You really are amazing humans and I don't know how you're getting through it, um, but I hope that this ends soon for you. And I truly hope that there was at least one takeaway in here that will help you to both surrender and to take control of the things that you can control and just make some small changes now in a few areas to be able to better support you in the coming months and setting up for a really amazing year next year. And if so, I'd love for you to share it as a DM or even as a review on this podcast, any of the changes or takeaways that resonated with you. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Please DM me on Instagram at Life and Business in Flow or leave a review. If you could go one step further and subscribe or share today's podcast on your socials, I'd be very grateful. Until next time, take care and thank you.